0: Welcome to Real Moms Talk, a fortnightly podcast by Life of Real Moms, where moms get together and chat about all things parenting. And now over to Nikita, the founder of Life of Real Moms and your host for this episode. Hello, I am Nikita and I am the founder of Life of Real Moms and today we are recording the first podcast for our new show called uh, Real Moms Talk and we have five fabulous moms with us who are going to talk about culture and religion and how we introduce this to our kids. So let us start with, alphabetically, let us start with uh, Akshaya.
1: That puts me on the spot. My uh, blog handle, Instagram handle, everywhere online really uh, is also probably alphabetically first. It's, and how do you do? Um, Like that nursery rhyme basically, like Tommy Thumb, Tommy Thumb, how are you? And I thought of that because I basically talk a lot about how I'm feeling and how my experience of parenting is versus what's going on with my child. Like she's there, but it really is my life.
0: Okay, next we have uh, Grace.
2: Hey guys, um, so my name is Grace Lynn. I'm a digital marketer. And in my free time, I do blog about life with my kid. And uh, in this uh, time and age where it's a very fast-paced life, what we'd really like for us is a, a slow living, grace-paced life, so which is why I titled my blog, The Grace Log, kind of uh, in sync with my name. So, yeah, and finally at Grace Log, everywhere.
0: Thank you. And next is Nisha.
3: Hi. Um, you can find me at Love Laugh Marriage everywhere um, from Instagram to my blog to Twitter to Facebook. Um, I blog about everything from Indian inspired cooking, culture and lifestyle. Um, but religion and culture more so came after my daughter was born because my little Mirchi, Um, Because I wanted to share how I'm passing down my love of Indian culture and religion to her um, and it's especially special because I wasn't born in India, my daughter was not born in India, so I feel like it takes a couple of extra efforts to pass that on um, and so that's what I wanted to share with how I do it. Thank you. Next we you. have Ravijot.
4: Hello. Hi. My name is Ravijot Kaur and I am an English literature student ways and uh, an instructional designer by my training and now I'm dabbling in journalism I'm just learning the tricks so my Instagram handle my not so active Twitter handle and my blog is shining shower it is an amalgamation of my name and my daughter's name shining is from my name that is Ravi Jot Ravi is the sun so shining and shower is Malhar and <laughs> Malhar is singing. Uh, monsoon shower is from there. Shining shower is that amalgamation. That is how I share with the world how we both are just dealing with our life. Nice,
0: nice. And next we have Rushna. Hello, hi. Hi, hi, Nikita.
5: Hi, everybody. I am Rushna Meban, and uh, I'm a mother of three. I'm, I blog at uh, myrainbookmail.com and I've been blogging since past two years now. I design content as a freelance and uh, I work from home and I have three boys aged uh, all under three, all all under eight actually. The eldest is eight. Uh, the second one is seven years old and my little one is uh, two years old. So I've been married for 10 years now and uh, yeah, here I am. Uh, so let's, like let's get
0: know. this discussion started. So, uh, yeah. since the festive season is upon us, uh, uh, we are we're all gearing up for different kinds of uh, you know activities and preparations and all of that. So, uh, let us start with uh, Ravi Jodh. Uh When you grew up, what how how important was culture and religion in your household?
4: So, I grew up in a pretty religious family. And for us, religion came first, and then came the culture. And in between was the mother tongue. And uh, that was the order of priority we had. We had like religion, mother tongue, and then culture. So there are many things we don't know about from our culture, like the practices which are their rituals on our weddings and all that stuff, we don't know. But yes, religious stuff we do know. And it was imbibed in us uh, from the beginning like since we were born so there was no special effort I would say when you know we were growing up so yeah pretty religious family what about you Nisha
3: yes religion and culture always was hand in hand um for us because my mom um was born in India but then she moved to London um after marriage so for her just kind of finding like footing and grounding in a new place was a big thing so when we were born um, I mean, she did all the customs and, and religious things uh, that you do do when babies, like Mundan for my brother and, you know, certain pujas and stuff. But then as we, when we moved to America, as we were growing up, the same, like it was a very, but it was a very like level platform of religion and culture because they wanted us to enjoy all the functions of culture, but also know where those things stemmed for religious, like from religiously.
0: Okay. Um
2: uh,
3: Grace? um so growing
2: up uh, i have grown in a very religious family so uh culture not so much because uh, uh i am from south india and the culture here is quite this quite similar across religions i would say in my opinion um so uh, religion yes so that was something that i was introduced right from uh, the very uh, beginning so uh, we grew up uh going to church and uh, that sort of thing so that's something that uh, that was imbibed in us uh, from a very early age uh, the tenets of our religion and what about you
5: rushna so i come from a muslim uh, family and i was born and raised in dubai so culture religion everything is was you know like there's there's no difference between culture and religion in dubai or middle eastern countries so and you know, like there are mosques everywhere, and you have to pray all the five times over there. There's azan all over, uh, you know, wherever you stay. So we had religion was always with us. Like I was never, I don't think religion or and um, you know us were ever apart. Like religion was how you know you were raised in that. Uh, it's in it's imbibed in, in you. Like how Ravi said, it's it's imbibed in, in you since you were since you're born, and. Um, That's how you, you it's like Islam is a way of life. So you have to like, you know, take it along. You cannot leave it and you cannot say no. Uh, You know, that is, religion is different and, you know, culture is different. So, yeah, we don't do that. So religion is how I was raised and how I'm raising my boys as well. We, that was me and my spouse and raising uh, the children. Okay. And Akshaya, uh, how was it
0: with you while growing up?
1: Um, So I, uh, my family is basically from all over the place in terms of my parents. So my mom is, uh, my mom and dad, my whole family, both sides are all Tamil, but they grew up in Karnataka and in Bengal and in Tamil Nadu and in Maharashtra. And, you know, they'd sort of taken the culture from all those places, sort of seen the local festivals in each of those places. And by the time I was born, um, they had settled in this place called the Theosophical Society in Chennai and uh, theosophy basically means the study of truth, Um, it talks about the knowledge in truth across religions. So growing up I heard a lot from my grandfather and from other um, theologists about everyone from like Osiris and Orpheus and the Greek gods and the Roman gods to like Islam to Sikhism and I sort of learned the tenets of all of them. So it was interesting because on the one hand I had all this cultural and religious knowledge but on the other hand I was coming from a fairly orthodox Tamil family which was only used to the um, whatever caste they were in I don't want to say the caste because it's it yeah, really yeah, doesn't matter but um, yeah they were very used to their own orthodox traditions but they had exposed me to a whole bunch of them sort of conflict with like what they practice and what um, I practice <laughs>
0: Okay. And how is it now, in comparison to uh, the kind of household you grew up in? What kind of environment have you chosen to create for your child?
1: So um, what happened basically was for the first few years of my life, I think my grandparents and parents were running on autopilot and introducing religion and culture to me the way that it was introduced to them by their parents and so on. So, you know, so I learned all their little traditions and all the ways in which they did things. And then when I grew a little older, um, I was listening to a whole lot of stuff intellectually and trying to process and see what made sense for me personally. So so sort of tried to do the reverse, Um, you know, if she decides that what we do as a family and what I do as a family, honestly, because although I have all this intellectual um, stuff on one side, what I actually practice personally is probably what I'm used to from my family. So I thought, let me flip it over for her. Let me introduce her to everything first. And then if she happens to decide that what we do as a family is what she also wants to do, then we'll go ahead and do that. But for now, so for instance, our puja Room has like, um, it has a mosque, it has books about Ramadan and Eid. We celebrate like everything from Christmas to Batu to like literally everything. We uh, talk about the stories, talk about the gods and... uh, See where we go from there. And what?
0: What about uh, uh, the rest of you, uh, Grace? How How is it now? Have Have you continued the same uh, traditions the way they were when you were a child, or have you made some changes?
2: Um, I've definitely made a lot of changes because <laughs> growing up, I think it was a very traditional household. And um, while my parents did uh, what was taught to them. Uh, uh, I have grown in my faith in on a different level, so uh, taking it up from there, um, oh, the plan that I have for introducing religion to my child, I, I wouldn't say religion because to me it is more of a faith-based thing, a relationship with God, that's how I see it, um, so it's not going to be a, a hard and fast religious set of rules that he's going to grow up with, but um, my uh, goal for him is to grow in relationship with God, to know God more, um, and to have a personal relationship with him. So that's, uh, that's part of the plan of how I seek to raise, uh, raise him. And, uh, the manner in which that would happen is probably by introducing him to, uh, the different, um, the word of God, uh, which is the Bible that we read and stories from the Bible and, uh, by interacting with the the community that we have uh, that at our place at our religious place of worship so um so that's uh, part of the plan and uh, yeah that's how i think
0: we would take it how about you nisha i think you from what i have seen uh, of you i don't think you have changed anything in fact i think you have you have made it larger than uh, what prob- you probably experienced as a child am i right
3: yeah um yeah you're 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 pretty much bang on um i think my mom that way i'm really thankful for both my parents they always took the time to explain certain things um so i come from a hindu punjabi background so i went to the mandir and i went to the gurdwara um i've when we were younger we've also gone to churches and mosques because my parents were never like don't do this like we were always taught god is one but the way everyone is different you know that's the path you choose that's just because your personality or your family connects to that path um in that direction but in in everything it's all encompassing that's how i teach um my daughter so i've ha- I have like i have a, a muslim best friend her and i talk about religion all the time and i think it's nice because um you don't have to be the same thing to kind of you know, connect on a faith, on a faith level. So for um, Little Merchi I was going to say her name, <laughs> for Little Merchi, I try and do similarly to like what Grace said, I try and do it um, as a relationship. So I make it fun. Um, but I want her to have that personal connection. So like during Anishatutti, I make it fun and I hype it up and I want her to enjoy and dance and connect. And then, um, you know, during Navratri, I try and do a lot of like, Matarani things with her and I mean she sings the songs like the bhajans and stuff because she, I think she understands and like I have her every morning and I I guess I say I have her but it's more so habits that we've done together like um before going to school she does matatek we have um like everyone from Guru Nanak Ji to Matarani in our mandir and she's cool with them like she says they're her, her friends and you know she she does matatek to kind of say bye have a good day
0: Okay, so matha take is basically. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, like yeah. Got, yeah. Just clearing it out yes, for our uh, who might not know what that is. Yes.
3: yes I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, so it's like she has a she has that connection, and I don't stop that. Like I don't say like, oh, this is not the right way to pray. This is because I don't think, especially for a child, um, that it's my right to say it. this is not the right thing. Obviously, if she's doing something disrespectful, I will stop her. But I want her to build that fulfilling relationship on her own um, with God. And obviously, with my guidance, I will help her. But, you know, <laughs> to have that connection. Ravi how
0: about you? Have you continued the same, uh, you know, traditions? And is is it is everything the same? It was the way when you were a child? Or have you made changes of your own?
4: So... Um, like I told you, my family was religious, but yes, we were not orthodox, we were not traditional as such, we were religious, yes. So it is continuing like that, but um, uh, I I introduced religion to her when I got to know that I've conceived her. So there was a lot of kirtan in my phone and my laptop and you know, always I was listening to either the kirtan, the gurbani or the simran, that is the chanting of the holy words. So that is what I was doing and uh, I was uh, not surprised because that is what happens, I believe. And when she was born, she knew that thing which soothes her. So uh, that was a big thing for me because that, you know, uh, reconfirmed my faith in what I was doing. So um, the first word she spoke was Vaheguru, uh, <laughs> which uh, which made me very happy <laughs> and uh, yes, Uh, we don't celebrate other festivals but all the other festivals are celebrated in her school or her daycare so I uh, you know get her ready and or dressed up according to the occasion and she knows that in the school she celebrates all that and there's no restriction of course but at our house at our home we would celebrate like we'll make a cake if there's a birthday for any guru so we'll make a small cake or some special dish so she has a connect with God like that I am continuing what my parents taught me. I have changed a little bit. I am introducing some more concepts like embracing your body or embracing your body hair, which I feel the generations before us did not. And that is the basic tenet of our religion. We have to embrace our body hair. So we should not be ashamed of it. So that is what I'm trying to do. Uh, let's see how far I go. And, uh, and then. Um, there is this uh, i lack in something which is uh, i need to be more firm uh, i think i need to follow things a little more like my parents did to teach her that and i i'll work on it yes <laughs> um, but i feel very happy when i see that she has her own special connection with god uh, you know when she's sad she'll talk to god she'll talk to babaji and she'll complain mm. all what she has to and uh, when she's uh, uh, upset, she'll go into the uh, uh, room where we have Guru Granth Sahib Ji. She'll sit under his, uh, you know, the bed where the holy book is kept and you can't find her but that is where she goes. So <laughs> uh, or, or if she finds something which is lost, she'll say thank you Babaji, involuntarily. So uh, I feel it is on the right track. <laughs>
0: Sorry, yeah. but that thank you, Babaji, reminded me of Karina Kaputo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could see Rusha's face. <laughs> but she
4: doesn't. Yeah, yeah. so she I cries can't... and she complains. Uh Meki Kara, ki Kara. Babaji, no one listens to me.
0: <laughs> so uh, rushna how is it at your house now? So you like you said, you grew up in a different country, right? So yes. and like you said, religion was everywhere there. So in yes. comparison, I, I mean, obviously this is an assumption, but in comparison in India, you've had the freedom to make a few changes. Have yes. you, or have you continued uh, the way things were?
5: In fact, uh, now I can say things have become even more clearer, clearer in a sense when we were in Dubai. My parents actually are from Bombay. So when they migrated to Dubai, they, they were working, you know, they were a working couple and um, they were not so religious, actually. They were not, never religious. And, uh, you know, we had this um, environment of praying, you know, that way. So the concept of hijab was not very clear because my mother never, uh, you know, wore a hijab. So all these things um, now that the age of internet has come, so we have more knowledge. We have access to more knowledge now. You know, the the proper way to, uh, like what Islam is today, we get to know... Uh, more about it, like we can read like how we're talking about it in, in this, this discussion, and you know a lot of other things so right now, the concepts are very, very clear in my head today, and I want that I want to give that to my sons i don 't want that hazy feeling okay we are religious we are Muslims, but what exactly is muslim you know i don 't want that haziness to be uh, in uh, my three boys they should know exactly what Islam is teaching, so i'm want more i 'm more um, I'm. I have more space to learn, and I have more to give to my children now. Now that I have more to give to my children. Earlier, like I, as I said, as I'm, when I was in college, I used to wear short uh, t-shirts. I was. I used to wear jeans. Uh, there was no hijab, but now it, there is. And you know, as time as I'm as as I'm growing or uh, whatever, like you know, you you go through life struggles and uh, you get closer to God, and uh, you find your path or your calling. So in those terms also, I have uh, more uh, clear ideas of what I have to teach to my children, unlike how our parents taught us when we were young, which is not their fault. They were also taught the same thing, but since we have more knowledge and we have more access to knowledge uh, in today's uh, day and age, so you know it is better for us to teach the children. So again, uh, it's the same thing. Like My husband goes to mosque five times, so my, all my three boys follow him. They pray with him there are times they're too young now they're just two seven and eight so there are times they don't go like Fajr, they don't get up they get up for morning uh, they get up in the morning for school but they don't get up for Fajr, they keep on cribbing Ki, mama, soona hai, uthao. but uh, you know during the day like uh, in the afternoon or in the evening my husband does uh, do, uh, does take them to all three of them to uh, mosque and you know namaz ke fir aate hai. So yeah, that is it. Then uh, Eid hoti hai, so we all get together. So that is, you know, like if you're talking in terms of festival, so that is inculcated in them. And uh, also, my in-laws have more uh, are more serious about religion, etc. So I have also learned more from them after marriage.
0: After listening so, yeah. to all of you, I feel like a total like whatever I am doing is like a much <clears throat> mistake. <laughs> it, it, it's, you guys all seem to be so um, involved. I mean, all of you have spoken about this relationship with God and chalo, my child is still very young as of now. So for her to understand, she's just two. So for me to make her understand what it is, is a long way, but I myself have a confused relationship over the last uh, two, three years, So sorry, let me, let us take me out of the equation, which is why I'm asking the questions and not answering them this time. <laughs> you guys uh, are doing a much better job and your inputs are much more valuable. Um, so th- these are your experiences, right? This is where you guys came from and what you have decided. Now, uh, was there any <coughs> conflict like with, when children are involved, it's not just you as a parent, right? So when you decided to go a certain way, uh, did the in in any case i mean like for whoever it is applicable you can let me know uh in any case were was there a time where your spouse didn't agree or wanted to go a different way or was was the entire household in agreement okay that this is the right way to go about it or did it take a lot of discussion uh before deciding to you know uh introduce the concept of god and religion to your child or did it just happen naturally basically that's what i'm trying to ask
5: it happens naturally, Nikita. I mean, since uh, uh, we think as Islam as lifestyle, so everybody just follows it. Like you don't have to like teach them or tell them. Like pani That is in the religion. So when they saw us, you know, we are sitting and drinking water. So they didn't, they didn't be told like, bed pani you know, or uh, cover your head while you are going to the washroom or ye dua karo, ha dua hai. But then when they are visiting the washroom etc., they know that they have to uh, pray. So it comes very naturally to them. So yes, we didn't have that kind of, uh, you know, how will we go about teaching them and what will we teach them. No, it is, since we know that this is the right way, you know, when you have this in your head that this is the way it's supposed to be. So there is no question of uh, whether we are wrong, whether you're right and what is wrong or what is right. So me and my husband never had this kind of uh, argument or discussion. It just happens. In fact, there are times when I tell him, you know, Um, you know don't talk don't debate about sharia this is the right thing so you have to follow so then he agrees yes this is the sharia so we have to follow you know and uh, so it comes naturally yes that's what i want
0: so when i meant a discussion or debate i didn't mean an argument as such basically Mm -hmm. uh, the kind of setup i grew up in and my husband grew up in were very different his parents were very chilled out have to whereas even in my household, it was my mother who made sure that every single custom was followed and every single festival uh, was, you know, celebrated properly. We woke up on time and nothing was missed. But now in a household where there are no parents to supervise us, uh, it is upon us to decide that we have to follow karna or are we going to be a little relaxed? So that's what I meant. Is it, is, are your partners also equally, uh, yes. uh, you know, uh, religious, or has there been a, a compromise and a balance brought into the equation uh, with your partners involved? Nisha was saying something last time mm. when.
3: Uh, oh. Um, no, so I was going to say my husband, even though he grew up in India, um, he was not very religious when we met. Like, he had Ganpati Bappa Ki murti's just because he loves Ganpati Bappa. But um, in terms of, like, knowing why you do certain things, he like, when, you know, him and I met him, he was just like, well, I just do them. Like, he tells me to do it and I just do it. Whereas I grew up uh, in a very explained situation like this is why we do certain things um you know these are the reasons and so for me I was I felt like I was much more able to connect to that because when you know like why you're doing something I feel like you, you do it wholeheartedly whereas when you're told you just have to do it um sometimes you just do it to do it to, to make your parents happy so in that terminology um I think my husband was more like no you're gonna be the the champion of our family in terms of you know bringing it forward um, and I think it's like something that just was kind of almost unsaid because essentially he he goes along with it like when we got married he didn't do Navratri it was very hard for him to do uh no, you know non red or reg for for so many days but for me I was like well if we don't do it now as a couple when we have a child it'll be very difficult to say like we like, you know we won't do this we won't do that um, but when you've been doing it, it's just like, your child comes into that with you, you know, you're, it's just, it, it becomes a part of your lifestyle. So like, there are times where his mom is like, he didn't grow up. I can't believe you were getting him to do this and getting him to do that. But then she's so happy because she's like, my grandchild will know why she does it. And she'll do it, you know, willingly. So, um, I mean, I, yeah, like it, for us, it was more so, stuff we spoke about when we were recording and newly married, but, um, I mean, we don't really have a tiff on it. There's sometimes where he complains if I'm doing something too, I mean, you've seen I'm very enthusiastic, you so he'll sometimes he'll out. whine.
0: You, yes, yes, you go all out.
3: Yeah, you so sometimes he'll out. whine. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I'm like, everything has to be celebrated, like, big, because I want it to be fun for her. I mean, I want it to be serious as well, like, I want her to know that border of, you know, proper faith and culture. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I want her to enjoy it. I, and I think that about anything in life, I think it should be enjoyed full heartedly.
1: Hey, interesting. Yeah, I think it was the same with us as well. So when we were um, dating, and we said we were going to get married. So we were like, I think it's one of those things, like just like we were discussing bank accounts or like finances or how things are gonna work. I think religion is just one of those things. Like, you know, this is gonna be an integral part of our children's lives because it was an integral part of ours given our background. So, you know, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna introduce it the same way um that our parents did? And of course, the way that each of our parents introduced it was very different. So then it was like, how do we wanna do this? Because I think both of us were very clear that um, we are far from being agnostic or atheist. Like we believe that there is a spiritual power sort of, um, you know, governing us and keeping us accountable, keeping us conscientious. And so we wanted for God to be this space of peace and calm. And we wanted that to come independent of dogma and traditions and just the sort of thing that you do on repeat, because it's what everyone else does. I mean, we wanted to share the stories that we know, that we love. We wanted to share the reasons why um, this come into being. Ooh. And we wanted to basically introduce religion, culture, whatever, as um, something that sparked a great deal of joy and calmness in us and hopefully in the next generation. So that way it makes us like very happy now when... Um, God, it's hard not saying her name. When <laughs> Gulabu <laughs> goes... To the puja room, she goes there anytime that she's um, particularly angry or sad or anything. Like she goes in, it's a place of calming down, quieting down. Sometimes she goes in there and she chants a little, and we're like, okay, mission accomplished. I mean, it was worth all those discussions because (laughs) she's there.
2: What about you, Grace? Yeah. So um, I have a similar story. So our marriage was based on the foundation of our faith. So uh, enough said there so there weren't any uh, uh, uh contrast opinions there on how we will raise our kid uh, the the sort of uh, uh, morals that we seek to give him so we were very really aligned there because uh, someone who loves god would definitely uh um, i mean that's how i wanted to wanted to be uh, the foundation of marriage so um that's uh, yeah that's
0: about it so those of you with children now let us talk about how the children children have reacted to this and i think uh, most of your children are older can speak yeah. so have any of you ha- encountered any questions where you know they have asked something or reacted in a way that you know probably surprised you or you
3: know,
5: whatever, fun stories of children, just share. Can I? Yes. Uh, like recently, uh, Abhibishmay uh, Ganpati was there. Hmm. I think on the mid of September or something. Yeah. And we were back from Hajj and i like, taken uh, my uh, second child uh, to, you know, for a walk. We were going in through uh, a window. He could see, uh, uh, you know, murti Ganpati, which is very large, you know, very beautiful so uh, he was walking with me and he's like uh, because we have so much of uh, religion you know all the time allah and this and that so they have they do have questions or because they also go to a convent uh, school is a boys school called convent uh, all christian school saint vincent's school so they do have this uh, you know uh, difference of uh, like, they know there's, there's a stark difference between our religion and the other religion. So, they do have these questions like, uh, how, what is Christianity and who is Jesus? So, I do sit and explain to them. And uh, so, this is this this is murti that he was in. And he's like, uh, Mama, can I say hi to it or is it like a sin? I said, of course, you can say hi to it. Say, Asalaamu Alaikum. So he's like, you know, he just said, Asalaamu Alaikum, Ganpati Bapa. So, like that. So, I, I also want them to respect... All the religion um, while following Islam and that is what Islam teaches right so I want them to be tolerant and also love the fact or respect the fact rather that they are you know everybody has a different uh, uh, religion to follow or everybody has a different interpretation of God so I want them to follow that so there this that happened recently
0: very sweet story <laughs> anyone else Mine
1: can't speak, unfortunately, so I don't have anything to <laughs>
0: share.
1: <laughs> so my daughter is all of three, right? Um, yeah. And so she is like very grounded in reality. Like she just, some of these stories are a little out there for her. So she's like, but why does Durga punish that man? Uh, you know, killing someone is not good. Just because it's Durga, mm-hmm. can she kill someone? I'm like, ha, true. I <laughs> and then she started lecturing because we were in a cab when she was having this discussion and the cab driver was trying to tell her that Mahishasura was a demon and you know, demons are not good people and she's like, there are no good people and bad people. We only do things by mistake sometimes. I'm like, a let's <laughs> So you'll have to elaborate a
0: little on the good people wala thing probably because uh, you told me that, but... Uh, just give us a little bit more on. That. Uh, so it's, um, it's basically this thing that they
1: learn at school, right? Because it's not fair to classify children as good or bad. Like that's just a convenient, lazy thing that we do. But really, sometimes we just do things which aren't optimum. So um, we sort of tell the kids as well, you know, one is good or bad. You just do things and then you course correct. So she was sort of saying the same thing for the demon Mahishasura and saying that Durga could have given him a little more time. <laughs> which is i guess very tolerant of her <laughs> and very idealistic also totally yeah uh
0: what about you Nisha? little Michi speaks i mean i have seen her on your instagram stories asking questions and talking and chanting and reciting
3: yeah um i mean i don't i can't pin it down to like one specific thing of what she said but she's very curious um and she asks me very real life questions like um I don't know, like when she's naughty, she's like, Oh, is Babaji mad at me? Or so she in general calls everyone. Um, God, like God in general for her is Babaji. Um, and then she obviously knows like individual, uh Hanuman, Ji Pati Bappa. Like she knows them as that, but like her umbrella for God, like when we say, like, you know, oh God, she says Babaji, uh, which is perfect, right? Because you know I love Jeb Weavement, so <laughs> but um and then Matarani, she calls Matarani, like that's just and I think, um, like, you know, in in a lot of, like, Hindu families, they have, like, one, like, a lot of people will do bole or thing. So, for us, it is, uh, like, my husband's side is Balaji, but our side, like, my side is very much Mataji. So, it's never something that I've been like, you have to do Balaji, you have to do Matarani. But I think because I do so much of Matarani, and my mom does so much of Matarani, and we're more like, she's like our mom, you know, like, she's like, Mama wo, like sub ki so she is also like that. Where she's like, you, when she's out with me, she also goes and says like, my mama is not being good. So like, yeah. so <laughs> um But yeah, I mean, like uh, when that movie *Bajrangi came out, my daughter was not talking yet. She had just started speaking, and that time she would go into her mandir and like she's praying namaz but she would do jai So. Like things like that, we never were like, no, no, you can't, you can do Jai like that. Because even in that, we had to explain, Ki, look, like she's praying, she's doing jaja as well, but she's praying it in a masjid. And slowly, eventually, these became this. But it was cute. For us, it was like, I loved it because I feel like I want her to know you pray different ways. Like when we go to the Gurdwara, we cover our head. When we, you know, go to the Mandir, we you know, do the ghanti and we, you know, we do namaskar. Like, I want her to know all these things. And I feel like in this day and age, when the world is actually very small, because of the internet, and because of how easy travel has become, I want her to be open to that.
2: Grace, anything you want to share? Uh, yeah, I don't have a question. But uh, yeah, a cute moment would be uh, when, so when usually when uh, Zoe, my, my son, when he gets a uh, chocolates or any gifts what he usually does is he says thank you to that person and then also says thank you jesus which is something that he's been taught and so whenever he wants uh, when he he fancies a chocolate or gems is it is something that he wants he he cutely kneels down or he says thank you jesus for you're going to give me gems tomorrow (laughs) 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 this
0: is this is baby baby of (laughs) tia
2: thanks in advance (laughs) Yeah, that sort of thing. So he knows how, he knows our ways. I think
4: we haven't heard from you. Did you
1: want to share anything as well?
4: Yeah, so uh, I have a chatterbox at home. She's four and (laughs) she has a lot of things to talk about. And as I said that we don't celebrate all of the festivals, but yes, her school does. And I never discourage her from that and we travel a lot, so we visit a lot of temples and we've visited mosques also. Uh, So there's no restriction there, but yes, she knows that we don't bow our head there because that is what you're not supposed to do. But she has to know what a temple is, what a mosque is, what a church is, so that she respects that place as a religious place. Mm -hmm. So, um, once we were passing uh, in front of a mandir, and she thought it's a dwara and she bowed her head. And it was so cute to see that. And I just like very casually not pinpointing. I just uh, told her, uh, baby, that's a mandir. And she's like, that's not a dwara. I said, it's okay. It's okay. But she was so embarrassed that... <laughs> she bowed her head but I said it's okay There's, you've not committed any sin if you've done that but yes you know what you have to do and what not, that's fine with me that's okay, <laughs> no one is going to get angry with you if you've done that so uh, yeah uh, she does that <laughs> and she ha- she listens to all the stories of like recently it was the Shara. so she came home and she told me how you know the scene of uh, uh, ravan was enacted in the school and she told me ravan jal gaya hai but wo apne ghar chala jayega iske baad <laughs> i said yeah he will again next year
1: <laughs> yeah she totally got the concept yes talking a lot about uh, religion and since this was also supposed to be about culture i'm just wondering uh, do you choose to introduce culture over religion? I mean, do you emphasize one over the other? How do you introduce culture to your child on a daily
4: basis? Um, uh, there is a dichotomy. Um, our culture has a lot of things which our religion does not favor. So we are not that much into culture, I would say. Um, there are a lot of rituals and uh, you know customs and traditions uh, which uh, we are not advised to follow. So we don't pay attention to, <laughs> we don't stress on those. Um, but yes, we see a lot of them in our weddings and all that. Uh, not immediate ones, but yes, she does see them like there is mehendi going on, why is mehendi being applied? So for us, like there's, uh, otherwise culturally, there's this notion of shagun to it. But uh, I don't introduce it as a cultural thing. I introduce it as a fun thing to her. Um, because in Sikhism, we, we don't have that importance of mehindi and all that. So um, she's very small right now. But yes, the emphasis on uh, is on religion and not culture. Religion and mother tongue. So I, I had to work very hard on introducing mother tongue to her. Because all our uh, scriptures and you know, Gurbani is in Punjabi. The text is Punjabi. The, I mean, the script is Punjabi and uh, the language is more or less Punjabi. So she needs to know that to know uh, to read it and to know it. So that was a very hard thing, though I live in Punjab. But uh, today, Hindi is the, like, what we call everywhere. So <laughs> I had to really, really, really work hard uh, into making Punjabi her mother tongue because she had started dreaming in Hindi and I lost my sleep in that. Yeah. So, yes, that was one thing <laughs> I really had to work hard on. Yeah. But I think now we are on the right
1: track. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's, I think, especially a challenge if you're away from home. I think, Misha, you probably particularly experienced that yeah. way, um, you know, where she has to look around and really see culture and you have to bring it home to her.
3: Yeah, so for us... Um... I think it goes hand in hand, I don't separate religion and culture because um I don't find that there's a separation for us as much uh, and uh, when I say a separation like I mean um rituals or if any that we're doing um I want to be completely knowledgeable about them when we're doing them, so I can explain to her I don't blindly do any rituals at home um because. That's just how I feel like I was raised where if we knew something and why we're doing it and it makes sense, then then we're doing it. Um, But like, for example, mother tongue. So I live in New Jersey. It's, you know, America. It's English is first. But for our daughter, we wanted Hindi to be her foundation. So we did not speak a word of English in our house up until the age of two. People thought we were crazy. Because we live here, she would reply to people in Hindi. Um, she understood everything, but Hindi was our first language at home. Now people were like, "But you know English. You weren't born in India." But for my husband and I, we were like, "But she will not learn because whether it's from school to TV to nursery rhymes, har jagai English. Like she can pick up English like that." But Hindi is not something I don't live by. My parents, he doesn't live by his parents. So Hamari hamia like that bubble is us of teaching her. Um, so I mean that was our first language, and then we went and you know English, Torah we introduced here and there. Up to lazy we're like in and out English, um, but she knows and she enjoys it. Uska on and off button Like she talks to dadu dadi, she's in Hindi. She'll talk to ma- my mom. And my mom and dad are very good in English, but she'll still, like, switch. It, it's just this thing that she does, you know? And in fact, people will be like, let's talk in Hindi, mama. I like it. And I'm like, okay, let's And, you know, with the movies and the, everything that I'm, like, always just, like, kuch music, bhajan, anything, it's, like, that is there. And I like that. So that's why culture for me goes hand in hand. Because it's almost like a layering foundation. Religion and then culture. And then language, so it's you know it's that building block effect where I'm trying to build that foundation. So yeah, I mean I, it's very hard for me. It's, and I, I guess it would be different. Like if I was in India, um, or if I was in a more like some like the way you said originally like you you know when you were in Dubai, it was very centric of everything, all encompassing. So um, for me, it's like the, here I have to create that bubble for her. She's she's not walking down. Um, and, you know, Diwali ki people are selling patake, people are putting like, that is like me a month in advance where people think I'm crazy in my house where I've put up like, you know, marigolds and lights and Diwali ke banners because it's crazy for people ki, oh, I'm doing it a month in advance, but for my daughter, I'm hyping it up. Like, I'm like, abhi se shuru karo, you know, Diwali ki she comes with me to get karvachokki mehendi, like that's. I think I watched my mom get so, you know, dressed up and like amazed. I was with her, so she gets like that now. She's like, "Mama Chalo," like, when are we going to get our matching Mendi? So, yeah, I mean, it's hand in hand for me—the the religion and the culture and the mother tongue. But I think yes, of course, our roots are the religion. But on top of that, I am layering with with the culture and the uh, mother tongue. Mm-hmm.
1: Rushna, what about you? I think Nisha transitioned to you nicely there with um, how it was slightly different for you coming back to India and uh, how that would shape your...
5: Right, right. So Since I stayed in Dubai and now that India, India does not need culture teaching, I think. You know, because uh, there are so many people just like around there, like there are Maharashtrians, there are Gujaratis, there are Muslims. There are so many people around that the children extract, that's the word from, you know, everybody around. So so when there's a procession of Ganpati going, so you, we, we sit and watch uh, all through our window, So that's not like, there's nothing bad in it. You're just watching it. There's Marathi, there's Hindi to, uh, you know, which I'm so bad at Marathi, but then it's there and I send them to my mother-in-law because she's good at Marathi. So I send them to her, So that she teaches them. So I think culture is very, very important, you know, in shaping uh, anybody, an individual's personality. So I want that to you know, be inculcated in my children, of course. But on the other hand, then uh, if there are some uh, what do I say? Some things that are not uh, in alignment with religion. Like um, there are a lot of people who think alcoholism is okay. Like you know, if you drink occasionally or something. While in Islam, it's completely it's like prohibited. You can't even say alcohol ka a e, you know in here. It's that rigid. So of course, I would want them to know the difference between what is right and what is wrong when it comes to religion but uh, to learn everything to watch people uh, you know follow certain kind of culture i think uh, my children should learn my children should watch they should be aware so yes i would want them to know
1: <laughs> that makes sense and i so completely empathize with culture just being all encompassing in india as well i think i sort of rely on our world to um, sort of get that absorbed into my daughter's life as well yeah <laughs>
4: I Actually, them. I also agree. Culture is so much there that you cannot just, you know, take it away. That is why mm-hmm. at home, my, uh, my emphasis is on religion because she's anyway going to absorb culture from all around her because we are in India and so many cultures are there. Like the other day, she just said very nonchalantly that, Mama, when I grow up and I become a Hindu and a Muslim, I'll do this. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. that's fine (laughs) so i know if i'm saying no 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 don't don't say this so she'll be you know uh, more adamant to do it or know about it or you know question it so i accept what she says about all the cultures and all but yes as rushna said that there are many things uh, which are not in sync with the religion in culture with there are many things so that is why i don't pay emphasis on culture because that is anyway going to be there Mm -hmm. you know Uh, all around us true,
1: true. Yeah. i think Chris, you have a fairly strong community um, sort of helping bring culture home to your child yeah
2: uh, one thing
1: that i think um,
2: I, in sync with what the others said is that culture pervades religion is what uh, while religion is sort of the founding stone here uh, is, uh personally um, we, we, we are exposed to a lot of cultures here in India, especially because we, we see, uh, we live in a community and we see people from different walks of life, from different religions, and we do, uh, observe, uh, whatever they do. So some of it, which we may like, we do follow it ourselves as well. So, um, to me, it is just a matter of take good and what's doable and yeah, the best of everything is uh, what I think would work for us. Yeah.
3: And
1: so now with Diwali coming up, I mean, what do you think you'll be taking culturally? I mean, I think it's something that people across India celebrate, regardless of religion. So do you have plans for Diwali?
2: Festivals, yes, festivals to me mean, all, it's all about food, at least to me, um, as you can guess. So. Yeah, that's something uh, that's kind of what brings people together as a communal uh, society. So, yeah, they they'll eating and sharing food and uh, and happiness with people around us, um, visiting people's homes, and especially because we live in a huge uh, uh, apartment uh, society. So uh, we have a lot of friends here who are not from the same religious backgrounds as us who invite us to their homes and similarly would do the same for religions that we celebrate. And that's fun for our kids as well because they do, uh, that that's new that they are exposed to and they really enjoy it. So we do make it a point to visit uh, everybody who celebrates or it's in a festive mode because there's always food there. Yeah.
1: I could not agree more. I mean, for me also, I think festivals are all about the food, a little bit about the stories, a lot about the songs. And I know I've already been rolling over Nisha's Instagram account and the Ladoo's there and the food there. So what other plans do you have for Diwali, Nisha? I know it's going to be larger than life.
3: Oh, I don't know about that. I feel like the expectations are up here now. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, we just do, you know, I'm trying to just build traditions for her. That's honestly what it is. I feel like it's fun because my mom did it with me. I want to do it with her. So we do things like... um, the night of the night before the diwali so choti diwali ki Rad, we take um, boxes of whether it's things that i've made or store bought treats little dabbay that we've made and we go and um and we we do it at night like we do it post dinner and we go and deliver them to our friends so you know the first few no- years i didn't think it made a difference to her but is pochte mama we're going to do that right we're going to go and be like fairies and give our uh, give our little gifts and it's really special like it's really special when you make such an effort and your child appreciates it you know um so like you know just small things like that like we that we try and do that and a lot of our friends have been like oh, it feels like diwali Kyuki. It, it's different right like i said we are away from the actual hub of all these festivities so just trying to make those small small things and then like around Diwali we try and do a lot of get together with friends and have her enjoy um patake so that's a big thing I know like if I talk about patake on my Instagram ever I know a lot of people like oh it's pollution it's this and that but you have to understand for us it's like once a year or twice a year and we do it very minimally so for us it's not a lot of pollution there Um, but I know like, of course, like my husband grew up in Bombay and he's like, oh my gosh, you know, it was everywhere. Like the smoke was everywhere and it it can be very, very dangerous for, for kids and for adults, um, for that matter. So yeah, I mean, for us, it's like the Diaz and the Rungoli, like she likes doing Rungoli. So those small little things, and I'm terrible at Rungoli, but I'm like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it because we're going to, you know, so let's do it. But yeah, so those things is how we celebrate of just. You know making like I, you guys know i do small thing but i'll make it big because it, it matters to us so
0: so you're talking about expectations being very high for you so let me tell you this i i don't know if i told you this already but the whole inspiration behind this topic for the podcast is you because you make it larger <laughs> than life for your child and you try to involve her i was just like okay come on let's get a few other moms and let's ask them how they do it because and in, I'm honestly telling you, I we, Akshay and I we had to think of which other Indian mom does this. We were like India, mein koi aur hai jiska perspective le sakte. not yeah. one single name. But you're not somebody we I knew, know, like, we would
1: have done this later, except that you got us so excited about Diwali. We're like, it's 10 November 1st. Uh, We wanted
0: to do this in January, we wanted to start this in January. We are doing this two months in advance because Diwali is coming up, and like this topic is you know, right now, fresh wo energy. Hai, wo energy nahi hai baad mein. And we're like, Let's do this, come on!
3: But you know, I will say to even all the moms here, um, that are on this panel, because obviously you're like raising your kids, you know, with that culture, I do think it's hard to talk on a public platform about religion and culture um as much as amazing feedback i get from from people um i get the nice filtered hate comments randomly as well he like um like last year i posted something during about is it more important to fast or is it more important to pray with a pure heart because you know like, for example, we don't keep a fast, but we do vegetarian, right? Um, so my whole point of that post was like, whether you are doing it very strictly, or whether you are not, but in my opinion, of pure heart is what matters, like you are doing it with full faith. Um, and yeah, I got a lot of messages back, like being like, oh, well, you eat meat. So this happens and you this and this. And so I'm like, And it is difficult, I know, for people to share that. But I think over the years, I've just been like, you know what? It's a positive space. I'm going to cut that out. And I'm just going to keep on sharing. Because there's a difference between, like, sharing what you do and giving gyan. And I try and keep that, um, the gyan, the advice, I try and keep that out and just share of, like, what we do. Because or, or like, you be man, like me and call
0: the haters out like just post screenshots of their comments like but let that, the world so see a, what
3: you do. But so that's another thing, right? Where I'm like, you know, I I, I have put it once or twice. Key like don't send me these messages because at this point I'm not responding to you. That of you know, oh, you know, if you if you believe in this like something I had put I went to the gurdwara. Oh, but if if you're true Hindu Punjabi like do you really go to the gurdwara and the, like how can you explain both? So. I feel like I don't owe anyone an explanation. If I take my daughter to do Matha kata Gurdwara and I take her to do you know to do Mataki Chonki, I for me it's like that's how I'm raising her. It's it's to none of your concern
0: Is this one of the larger mysteries of the world? Why Mona Punjabis go to Mandirs
3: and Gurdwaras? Like figure it out. Yeah. You know? So honestly, like to anyone, to anyone that asks me, I give them the same question I raised my daughter with is we have different personalities, everyone might, you know, a certain God or a certain way of life might relate to somebody else. This is what relates to us. That's it. Like, I have to shut it down. You have to just be like, this, this is what it is.
2: I think
0: this is an entirely different topic altogether. Like getting hate comments on whatever you post religion is just, I just a
3: subject, that's actually, where? Um, sorry, Disha, were you talking? No, no, no. I was just saying it's. I only brought it up because religion and culture is a touchy yeah. topic, especially yeah. religion. That's why I, I brought especially it up,
0: especially on social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Aksha, and that's saying- what I was saying as well. Okay, I remember seeing these very, um, these very passionate stories from Rajot a while ago about uh, you know how her religion was attacked, and that really touched me because it takes courage to step out there and say that I'm going to take a stance for this. I'm going to take a stance for it publicly on my personal profile because it matters to me. And you know for that matter, even when Grace uh, does her calligraphy and she puts up quotes from the Bible or verses from the Bible, I think it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there so barely. I mean, although people think that we're sharing a lot of details about our children and everything, I think it's a whole different level of lawness when you say hey, here is what is there in my soul and I'm putting it out there. So that way I feel like this whole panel actually for that matter talks very openly, not me, But all the rest of you talk very openly about uh, me, not us. We are just Uh representing long, but I'm saying everyone else. I think like it's a real privilege having you here because I think uh, you're not just saying this for the podcast. It's what you'd say even otherwise. So this is why we've handpicked this lot,
0: right? I mean, like, you know, it's, it's people who are, um, who will not say things just to be, uh, you know, just because it's probably the right thing to say. You said what you practice in your day to day life so that's amazing thank you uh, we have actually i think run out of time we've gone for over an hour there was just one last thing that we wanted to touch upon and uh, i don't think i missed it because i watched from inside so i don't think we covered that but uh, have if if there are any external influences in your child's life where someone teaches them something um, different from what you have been teaching like what is your basically if it's completely the opposite of what you have taught them at home whether it is culturally or religiously um have you if you have experienced that how you have you dealt with it if you have not then we we are, we, we can you know call it a night from the looks of it i think we can
4: <laughs> i don't
0: want to like talk okay has something to say yeah uh-huh.
4: So, uh, as I said, you know, in her school, all the celebrations and all happen. And they do, of course, tell stories which we don't, I don't tell her at home because at our home, the stories are mostly about our 10 gurus and their children and our martyrs and, you know, things like that. So, uh, there are things which she says they are basically here is where, you know, culture and religion. Uh, the the uh, what should I say you know here is where they clash so uh, I would say in the culture here it is like uh, gender is very important I'm again bringing another topic in it but this is what I face you know um, so gender is like you know girls will not do this and girls will not do that but yes it might be justified in another religion but not in our religion as I say, so I have to, you know, convince her that no, you know, Guruji said this, and uh, this is what Guruji told us to do, and this is what you know this lady in our history has done so she will say that girls are not strong and this is what my friend has told me and so i'll have to tell her a story about you know some character from our history who existed you know really and i'll have to tell her like you know there was my who fought you know with the men and she was sitting on a horse she was wielding a sword and you know she fought with mughals and all that stuff i have to tell her so this is where the dichotomy rises and this is where the clash happens so the clash also happens now when Diwali is coming and uh, everyone will celebrate it in our locality but we would not because we don't celebrate Diwali but yes a day prior to that or three days prior to that she'll be in the kitchen with me baking all the goodies we have to you know uh, give as gifts because my mothers and uh, you know my parents friends they come over with gifts for Diwali and so do we go there that is a given. It has been happening for many years now. So this Diwali, we won't be here. We are going on a vacation. Only one Diwali she's attended basically, if we say in her senses. The uh, Diwali prior to that, we were in Delhi, which as Nisha said, was very, <laughs> very horrible. It was <laughs> smoke all over and uh, so this time we are not here. Uh, But yes, uh, even before we leave, uh, you know, she'll be in the kitchen with me baking the Diwali goodies and she'll go, probably go and gift those also. So that clash happens that we are gifting on Diwali, but we are not lighting up our home on Diwali. What is this happening? So this is what happens generally. So there, uh, I think all your uh, knowledge and, you know, what should i say gyan <laughs> goes into your child that this is why we are not doing it because we are waiting for Gunanak dev ji ji's birthday and that is when we light up a home so this happens this clash happens a lot but uh, it gets solved easily
0: i think rushna you also would be facing that given that your children are studying in convent schools and uh, so, so so yeah what what have have you had any experience like that You're on mute, Rushna. You'll have to unmute first.
5: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, See, uh, right now, they're very small. Like, they're only 8 and 7 and 2. So, uh, my eldest... uh, I think my eldest is pretty sorted. My young... uh, The second one, my uh, second child, the second... boy has few questions like you know who's Jesus and uh, according to us he's a prophet but according to the Christians he's actually a god so there is a you know a clash there in his mind my eldest is pretty sorted I somehow uh, he does not uh, question me on those terms and also he explains uh, the younger one see this is this is how the concept works
0: uh, Akshya what about you since you have like introduced multiple religions uh, do you get any um... What is the word I'm looking for here? Is there there any resistance from uh, family mostly? I don't think uh, outsiders uh, influence that much but do you face any resistance from family members when you've chosen this path?
1: I think there was certainly like um, there was certainly some surprise expressed when they walked into our new house and uh, looked into the puja room and saw that you know we have like Jesus and Mary and the shepherds in one corner. We have like the model of a mosque with a lamp inside, we have a burning flame to represent, uh, you know, Zoharashvara, we have a whole bunch of stuff in that pooja room, but for us, (laughs) what matters the most is that these are the objects which our daughter related to and which she got in there on her own. So it's easier for me to explain to them that this is a choice that she's making rather than to explain to her that there are people who feel differently. because people feeling differently is like obvious, not everyone is going to agree with everyone else, but I think as long as we are consistently messaging that she has the right to choose and that she has the right to explore and that we're going to give her all the information that we can about everything, I think it's very hard for people to argue when you say that you're trying to give your child as much information as possible. I mean, where do you argue with that really? Because we're not saying that we're not going to teach her about our own religion and our own roots and our own culture. Because obviously that's what we also know the most about. But at the same time, we are saying that we are going to also teach her about everything else. Because everything else does exist in this world and in her world.
0: So, What about you, Grace? Have you experienced something similar How um, to deal with a situation like this?
2: Not really from family, but uh, my uh, son has a caretaker at home. Um, so when I'm away, uh, so uh, she, I mean, she's a very uh, nice person who tells him a lot of stories because that's what he likes hearing from her the most. And there was this one time when I walked in on, on her, uh, trying to uh, sort of discipline him saying, Sami uh, which is equivalent to the gods will uh, yeah prick your eye or something like that. So that doesn't really uh, go with what we tell him that God is good. So, so the best I could do was to make her say, un- understand that hey, this is not something that we teach him. So please don't tell him all these things. So that's about what we can do there. So uh, from family, we haven't really. Uh, failed anything that was in you, contrast, you haven't rebelled right you uh, i uh, <laughs> in case of Akshaya,
0: she has expanded yeah. the entire uh, s- educational syllabus of
5: uh, religion
0: so yeah resistance uh, i think that was a more relevant question for her but i think the moral of this entire discussion is that if we know the right ways to approach and we make it fun interesting and even uh, uh, logical to a large extent i think children accept and understand easily and if they understand and accept on their own then you don't have to force it on them they are happy to include all of this as a part of their daily lives and most of you i mean since all of our children are very young so all of you started very early so that you know it's 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 there it's when they look at least in the household for for nisha it's outside the house it's not but at least gharme, uh, the practices and the the culture you want to follow, it's there, right there. So I guess it was fun chatting with all of you, understanding how you have made this a part of your day-to-day lives. And even though we have crossed the uh, time limit, I think it was worth it. And uh, yes. yeah, Ravi Jodh has something to say.
4: One last thing, I think I've... Stressed a lot on uh, religion, 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 and no culture, culture, culture. Uh, tomorrow, my daughter is is having a dance competition, and yes, she is dancing. I have taught her. Though I have two left feet, still I have mm-hmm. managed to. I don't know what I have taught her. So she is dancing on a very old song of Surinda Kaur, and uh, yes, I do <laughs> do love my culture. I don't want to paint myself in that light that I don't love my culture. So, again, yeah, <laughs> nothing,
0: nothing is like our photo contests and what you share. There, nothing. Nobody is going to judge you for anything. So no, again, no, no. I'm not. I'm,
4: yeah. No, I don't care about who, what no, others think.
0: think. I didn't want to paint. You didn't want to paint yourself in a light where it showed like you didn't care about culture. So that's why I said, <laughs> even if it is, it's your personal choice. As long as you're, you are not forcing that on anybody else. Obviously, you are free to, uh, you know, choose your path. Nobody is judging, nobody has the right to judge. And this was
1: a very. How can anyone judge in one hour anyway?
3: (laughs)
4: 15 seconds are enough to judge. I think we cannot force anything on our children these days. Like they're so so sharp, we cannot force anything.
0: Too logical for us, right? Yes. They want (laughs) answers that make sense. I'm not there yet, but. (laughs) (laughs) Very
1: soon. You'll be there very soon. Yeah. So, thank you so much
0: for taking the time out from your evening and days where it comes. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Nikita. Thanks, Nikita.
2: Uh, for taking such you. an interesting topic. That's
4: yeah. Never yeah, talked topic. <laughs> I didn't know where this whole hour has gone. So Actually, very-
5: yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, yes, Ravijo, that's right. Even I didn't realize this was so long, and I had yes. actually you know keep my children at bay. They don't come inside the room. you know, I'm, I'm speaking <laughs> I, and they also mine also didn't sleep. Today.
4: Mine didn't sleep today, so I had to send her downstairs uh-huh. to my mother. She didn't sleep. it's i I tried oh. for one hour. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, yes. thank you so much, and thank you do this again sometime with two yes. different yes. of, sure. a few different perspectives. Yes. Thank yes, you, inshallah. bye.
5: Thank you, bye, no, bye, bye, everybody. Good, Good, Good night. Everybody. Good night. Whatever you have yeah, yeah. <laughs> bye.
3: <laughs> thank
0: you for tuning into Real Moms Talk. If you liked what you heard. Do share this episode with other moms you know. For more updates, follow us on our social media at Life of Real Moms. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode.